Previously on Base Camp Adventures. The award for the most improved climber goes to Piper. What? I I can't accept this. Excuse me. <laughs> Piper, listen to me. God loves you. I don't deserve he... God's love. I don't even deserve to be here in base camp. I quit. Would you listen to one last story? This is a story about a prince. The kingdom had only one law. Do not stay. I seek a woman that I may call my bride. Oh, you mean a princess. Thaddeus, you are one of my most trusted friends. It's why I chose you for the captain of the guard. Will you take on this mission for me? Yes, my prince. Of course. This is where you found the girl for the prince? Yes. Would you marry me? Yes. Yes, I would love to marry you. I don't deserve any of this. It's not about what you deserve, Abigail. I love you. That is reason enough. What are those over there? Those are the three golden treasures of the kingdom. They belong to my father. Is that Reginald? Reginald is in charge of polishing the treasures. He seems a tad strange, doesn't he? Breakfast is for the king and his court, not the paper boy. It's Royal Herald. Thank you very much. Is that a new cloak, Reginald? Why, yes. It's a nice shade of green. Please pardon the interruption, Your Majesty. But we have a very big problem. One of your father's golden treasures has been stolen. What? Are you sure? Yes, sir. My men have triple-checked, and we can't find it anywhere. This doesn't make any sense. The people know how much those treasures mean to the kingdom. Which one was taken? The Golden Chalice. I see. Sire, if I may, please don't concern yourself with this. I know you have very important matters, including your upcoming wedding. Rest assured, my men and I will hunt down this thief and see that he is brought to justice and punished for his crimes. He will know what a foolish thing it is to break one of your laws, your majesty. He'll have nowhere to turn. He'll... Your Majesty, what, what is it? Thaddeus, it's just... This just breaks my heart. I love my people. I've given them everything they could ever need. How could one steal from me? Even still, I don't want to be known for my punishment, but for my mercy. Therefore, have Diver put out this proclamation. If the thief comes forward, confesses to what he has done, asks for forgiveness, and gives back what was stolen, I will forgive him, and there will be no punishment. Uh, as you wish, sire. But add this. If the thief does not come forward, then he will receive ten lashes in the public square. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Why would the prince want to give somebody eyelashes? <laughs> not eyelashes. Just lashes. Like with a whip. When you get hit with a whip, it's, it's called a lash. And in this kingdom, the lashes are given to people by a whip called a cat of nine tails. It's made of nine cords of leather with pieces of metal, bones, nails, and other sharp pieces tied onto each strand. It can cause some pretty intense pain to the body. Wow, that sounds awful. I won't sugarcoat it for you. It is awful. But hey, you break the rules, you gotta take the consequences. Unless, of course, in this case, only if the thief comes forward, then he won't get into any trouble at all. Wow. That sounds like a no-brainer to me. You'd think so. 
But let's find out what happens next. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah. The prince tossed and turned all night. He kept worrying about the thief of all people. He knew it had to be someone in his kingdom. And like he said, he loved his people. He was willing to do whatever it would take so there wouldn't have to be any lashes. So, the next day, he sat on his throne all day waiting for the thief to come and confess. He waited, and he waited, and he waited. Are you sure there's nothing I can do to help? The best way to help, darling, is to continue planning the wedding. Distracted as I am by all this, I'm afraid we'll fall behind. In that case, don't worry. I have the servants to help. We'll get everything ready. You just focus on this. It's important. Thank you for understanding. I love you. I love you too. Sire, um, if I may, I think I know who might have stolen the chalice. Really? Who, Diver? Well, if I had to guess... Yes? What about Reginald? Oh, come on, Diver. You know it's not Reginald. But, Sire, just think about it. Reginald never says much. And when he does, he doesn't say much. He just appears out of nowhere. And he has access to the treasures, doesn't he? I saw him polishing the crown just last night. Plus, he's always making fun of me and calling me names. Diver, Reginald has served the royal family for years. He didn't steal the chalice. I don't know. So what are you babbling about now? <laughs> Suffered salamanders! You see what I mean? He just appears out of nowhere! Diver was just suggesting that you stole the chalice. A way to give it away, your majesty. Good use of subtlety. Subtlety. Sub- what is that word? I subtlety. Forgot. Subtlety! There it is, I found it. <laughs> he would suggest such a thing. But sire, if you take the counsel of an old servant, if you're considering someone within the palace, might I suggest inspecting someone in the liberal media? Like a newspaper outlet? Hey! I don't deliver papers, and I would never steal from the prince! Then why would you suggest that Reginald did? <laughs> Enter. Sire! Thaddeus, has the thief come forward? No, your majesty. But I have grave news again. A second treasure has been stolen. No! You can't be serious. After the offer the prince made? I can't believe it! Which one was it? The Golden Scepter. But sire, do not worry. We will hunt them down and bring them here. And I will personally see to it that they are punished. <sighs> Your Majesty? Make this proclamation. If the thief comes, whoever he is, confesses and asks for forgiveness, not only will he be forgiven, I will give him a seat right next to me at my banquet table for the rest of his days. Wow. How generous of you, sire. As you wish. Wait. I'm not done. If they do not come before me, if they continue to reject my mercy, we will double the punishment. Twenty lashes in the public square. Yes, sire. Keep a sharp eye out, men. We've had two thefts in as many nights. Thaddeus won't be happy if we have a third. Do you really think the thief would return for the crown? We've doubled the guard on every wall. Nah, even so. Expect the unexpected. This thief is nothing if not bold. He managed to slip away with two of the most high-profile treasures in the kingdom completely undetected. 
Yeah, well, good luck to him is all I can say. Now that I'm on the job, there's no way he's getting anywhere near the crown. The crown! It's gone! What? It was just there a second ago. There, at the end of the hall. Uh, it's the thief! After him! All guards! All guards! Converge on the east corridor. Blast, he's gone. How could this happen? Did, did you get a good look at him? No, it's too dark. All I saw was his cloak. That's all I saw as well. Did it look green or blue to you? Green, sir. Definitely green. Sire? Yes, Diver? I know I was a bit hasty last time, but, but now I'm sure. It's got to be Reginald. No, Diver. But, Sire, I haven't seen Reginald all day. I bet he stole the items and has made a run for it. Diver. That's it. It has to be. Don't get up. I'll go tell Thaddeus. Diver. Yes, Sire? Reginald has the day off today. That's why he's not here. His mother is ill and he asked to go visit her. He will be back this evening. Oh, I see. I'm sorry, Your Majesty. I know Reginald may pick at me sometimes, but that doesn't mean he's a thief. I know he'd do anything for you. I'll apologize to him the next time I see him. I appreciate that, Diver. We're all under a lot of stress. The important thing is, we stick together. Seriously, Thaddeus, you have to stop doing that. It's doing nothing for my nerves. I'm sorry, sire, but I bring grave news. The third and final treasure has been stolen. My men saw the thief briefly. They said that he wore a green cloak and that he seemed to know the palace like the back of his hand. They tried to catch him, but he, he got away. A green cloak? Yes. Your Majesty? The Prince's heart is heavy, Thaddeus. I think I finally understand what that means. My heart's feeling a tad weighty at the moment too, I'm afraid. How could they do this? Sire, whoever did this has no heart and has broken the one law in this kingdom. They have stolen from you and rejected your mercy. Sire, I will handle everything personally. I will bring them before you and they will feel the wrath of the whip because of what they have done. No. No? I want to be known for my mercy and my kindness. Oh, your highness, don't you think this is a bit much? I issue this final proclamation. If the thief comes forward, confesses and repents of his crime, not only will I forgive him and let him sit at my banquet table, but I will give him a place beside me here on the throne. He can have up to half my kingdom and they will be a joint heir with me in the house of my father. But sire! Thaddeus, if the thief does not come and confess, then the punishment is raised to 40 lashes in the public square. 40 lashes? Sire, are you sure? No man can survive 40 lashes. Wait, so that means... That's right. If the thief didn't come forward and accept the prince's last offer of mercy, he'd be put to death. That night, the prince didn't even bother going to bed. He knew sleep wouldn't come. He sat on his throne all night, and all day waiting for someone to come in. He waited and waited, but no one came. 
Suddenly the door opened and in walked Thaddeus. And the prince's fiance, Abigail. Oh, Abigail, I'm so glad you've come. I... I really need you right now. I'm sorry I've been so distant the past few days. Something terrible has happened. Someone in my kingdom has stolen from me and is going to have to die for what they've done. It makes no sense. They've refused every offer of mercy I've given. I'm at a loss. I'm just so glad you're here with me. We'll get through this together. Abigail? What is it? What's wrong? And... And what's that you're wearing? Reginald, isn't this your new cloak? Sire, we found the three stolen items in her room this morning. Abigail is the thief. No. Sire. I don't believe you. I'm so sorry. Silence, Thaddeus. Abigail, look at me. My darling, look at me in the eye and tell me it isn't so. Tell me you didn't do this and I'll believe you. Please. But Abigail couldn't look her prince in the eye. And she couldn't say what the prince wanted her to say. Because if she did, she would lie. She was the thief. And she had stolen those treasures. Thaddeus, take her away. Tomorrow she dies. No, sire. No? N no. Sir, you love this woman. I know you. And I know your heart, and this is the last thing that you would want. You know I wanted to see justice done, but... But this... This is Abigail. Your wedding is tomorrow. There must be another way. Change the law. Yeah, yeah, you're the prince. Simply change the law and her death sentence never has to happen. Erase what she has done. Thaddeus, I can't change it. If I don't follow the laws my father set forth when he gave me this kingdom, then how will anyone else follow them? I have to obey the law. Death is required for the crimes committed, and death must be given. Now take her away. Tomorrow she dies. Your... Your Majesty, I... I'm so sorry. I, is there anything I can do for you? No, Reginald. Thank you. But... I just need to be alone. The next day was full of fog and dread. All of the decorations that had been set up in the square for the prince's wedding had been torn down, and now a single wooden post stood in the center. The square was filled with people who had hoped to come and see a wedding, but now they were just here to witness an execution. In one corner of the square sat an elevated throne where the prince was required by law to sit and watch. Abigail was led out by the group of soldiers, and her hands were elevated over her head and chained to the post. Then Thaddeus came out, holding the cat of nine tails. He slowly and reluctantly made his way over to Abigail. A sad silence filled the air. Thaddeus raised the whip to begin the forty lashes when all of a sudden a voice from the crowd shouted, Stop! Everyone looked around to see who it could be. And of course, it was the prince who had now stood up from his throne. Thaddeus, stop! 
Do not touch my bride. She will not die today. Your Majesty? What about justice? Forty lashes are required and forty lashes must be given. You can't change the law. Someone has to die! Yes, you're right. Someone does have to die. The prince, still standing, turned and made his way down the stairs, off the platform, and out onto the square towards the post. He walked straight over to Abigail, covered her hands with his hands, and her body with his body, shielding her from Thaddeus and the lash from the whip. Thaddeus, you may continue. What? No. Your Majesty, what are you doing? No, sire. I will not harm you. You are my prince. There must be another way. Please, sire. Thaddeus, there is no other way. The law can't be changed. Someone has to take this punishment. I love her. I have to do this. You've served me faithfully all these years. Don't fail me now. Please, either continue with the punishment or I will get someone else to do it. Please, sire. I... I deserve my punishment. I stole from you. I lied to you. I betrayed you. Even though all you've ever done is love me, I broke your heart. Please, I deserve to die for what I've done to you. It's not about what you deserve, Abigail. I love you. That is reason enough. Now will you continue, Thaddeus? Or shall I find someone who will? Uh, well, I certainly won't let anyone else do it. Forgive me, sire. Thank you, my friend. stood there without a scratch on her, but the dress she wore would be forever stained by the blood of the good prince. I, I don't understand. Why would the prince give his life for Abigail after all she did? Because, Piper, the good prince in this story represents Jesus Christ. Oh, then... Then Abigail represents me. She represents all of us, Piper. See, just like the prince loved Abigail, God loves us. He loves us with all his heart. And just like Abigail sinned against the prince by stealing the treasure, 
we have all sinned against God. Even you? <laughs> yes, even me. You've only known me for a short time, Piper. After I've been walking with Jesus for quite a while now. Before I gave my life to him, I was a much different person. But God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him will never die but have eternal life. Like we talked about before, if we sin, we deserve to die. But just like the prince took Abigail's place and died instead of her, Jesus came down in real life and died on the cross for us so we won't have to. And unlike the prince in the story, Jesus, he rose again. He's still alive today in heaven, so we can talk to him and have a relationship with him. He, he did that for me? Yes, Piper. But why? Why would he do that? I do bad stuff all the time. I deserve to get punished. It's not about what you deserve, Piper. Jesus loves you. That's enough. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, Piper, it's all right. You, you just need to tell it to God. He's already taken care of everything. You just talk to him about it. God, I'm, I'm so sorry that I have sinned a lot. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you, God, for sending Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, so much for loving me and for dying for me. I don't deserve it. I love you, Jesus. I want, I want you to be with me, to be my savior and my friend. Would you please kick all the sin out of my life? And would you please come in? I'd, I'd much rather share my tent with you. I'm tired of being selfish. I want you to be in charge of my life. I love you, Jesus. Thank you so much for all you've done for me. Uh, Mountain Man Jack, what do I say now? Nothing left to say except amen, Piper. Amen. Wow, amen is right. It looks like Piper has just decided to trust Jesus as her personal Lord and Savior. What about you? Have you ever thought about how much Jesus loves you and the sacrifice he's made for you on the cross? It's like the Bible says in 1 Peter 3.18, Christ suffered for our sins once for all time. He never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. If you would like Jesus to do that for you, you can start by inviting him into your life. Talk to your parents, your pastor at church, or you could write to us. We'd love to hear from you and help you grow closer to God through Jesus. Well, that's all for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. For information on how you can experience more fun from the world of Basecamp, visit us on the web at lifeaction.org Basecamp or write to us at P.O. Box 31, Buchanan, Michigan, 49107. Base Camp Adventures is a presentation of Life Action Ministries. The Good Prince is based on a story by John Mormon and was written by Alyssa Thompson and Evan David and directed by Evan David with sound design by Evan David, John Reeford, and Phil Krause. Our vocal talent included Anna Canfield, Josh and Andrea Caton, Nathan Cowles, Evan David, Matthew Fredericks, Bradley and Cameron Herdklotz, and Samuel and Krista Loving. 
Our executive producer was Aaron Paulus, and I'm Megan, hoping you'll come back soon for another Base Camp adventure. Bye.